Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 33 of Phil's Photography Journey Podcast. Almost forgot the name. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, Recording this today on a sunny morning, just turned actually afternoon. We've got sunshine now, lovely clear sky. Uh, Unfortunately, we've had some quite bad weather recently. We had a storm Kira, I think you say C-I-A-R-A, and that uh, caused some challenges at the weekend. I think someone said online that if if the storm's got a name in it, rather than just being a storm as predicted by the weather forecaster, then uh, you want to take heed, and, and that's that's quite right. So, without further ado, uh, this uh, the title for this is Vegas Prep, which I'll come on to a bit later. This is being recorded a few days before I head off to Las Vegas for Headshot Mania 2, which I've talked about quite a few times, I think, in the past. Really looking forward to that. Uh, having just mentioned a little bit about the storms, I'll talk a bit more about that later because there could be some impact, but I hope it's all manageable. Picking up then uh, from the last episode, so I was planning to release, I think by the end of that weekend after I recorded it on the Friday, our vlog for our wonderful trip to Palma, um, Yorker. Uh, that didn't quite happen. There was some production challenges and some rework, but we got there. It was released later that week, so it's up now on YouTube. Uh, we're quite pleased with the results. We did a slightly different format this time. Um, one of the other things I did was signed up to a music provider. So you, you, you probably one of the music is such an important part of this uh, this whole process. And I think we've we've all watched videos on YouTube and you know with a mixed bag of music really. And you know, like a lot of things, you sometimes have to make a commitment financially to get the better quality. So I'm on a month trial. Uh, I think I put is one of these where you have to put your credit card in and then you know explicitly cancel it uh, if you if you don't want to go ahead but there's a company called epidemic sound and they did a bit of research they they do support a lot of providers on youtube and also things like you know film and tv netflix style uh, soundtracks just just to you know help create the scene and that so they've got this huge catalog of music and also uh, sound effects that kind of thing and one of the things that they do which i think is quite cool you, when you're putting your profile information in on there, you add in your YouTube channel and then they can make a kind of handshake with that to ensure that any music you use from their library won't be subject to the kind of copyright hits that you can get sometimes on, on YouTube. So I'm pretty much full on confident that I'm going to retain the services of Epidemic Sound. And actually, you know, we still need to do some work on the California videos uh, and that's not now going to happen until uh, back and settled from from Las Vegas. But I think having that massive library uh, gives a lot of opportunity. You know, you, you can obviously take a chance with copyrighted music, but it will soon get found out. Um, I, I thought, well, you know, let's just pay it this way, this way, this way, this way. The, uh, that way, uh, the artist will hopefully get some, uh, you know, some some money back from the, the use of the, the their their work. Uh, YouTube do do. Uh, I'm doing some funny things today. Do do. YouTube uh, have an offering where you can download music for free. Some sometimes you have to uh, attribute the the uh, the track that you use to the artist. Other times it's not necessary. Uh, but of course, if everyone does that, they all start to sound a bit samey. And you do have a limit. You know, there's a ceiling to to those tracks. And I've used some in the past. They've been okay. 
that I think now's the time to up my game. So uh, have have a look at what we've done there. We, we did a, a different style here where, and I possibly mentioned this before, but Sue and I, you know, three quarters of the way through the holiday, uh, maybe a bit more, uh, sat down and spoke to camera. And then I've just overlaid clips and stuff and done some breaks with music and, and footage. And it worked quite well, I think. So we'll, we'll see how we go. And I think this is one thing that I'm wrestling with at the moment, uh, which I did touch upon in the last episode. You've almost, almost got too much creative license with these things. So it's well worth reading and reading up on it and also looking on YouTube where they do the top 10 things not to do as, as much as the top 10 things to do. Obviously, the two have a link. Uh, so you can learn to avoid certain things and, and obviously to uh, you know build in the best practices. And also some of it is just in the production process around workflow techniques, you know, how to organise your files and all that sort of stuff. So some of that I'm taking on board. Uh, I think I learned that quite early. Uh, so, yeah, get in there. Um, and for the, the techies out there who might be used to Final Cut Pro, I think proxy media is one of the things I'm going to try next, which is where you you kind of work on, a, I suppose, a lower quality of file, smaller file, um, and it cuts down on rendering time and that sort of thing. So just looking into that might apply it to the California video and then we'll go from there. So uh, on that point, um, I also did some more work around my channel. I think, you know, I've got a number of videos up there now and I wanted to just kind of tidy up a bit. So I've gone for a specific font styling for the titles and, and that kind of thing. And they're all now up there. I mean, that's one thumbnails is one of the things you can just add to uh, after the fact. So, you know, consistency of that, consistency of wording, created some playlists and uh, just generally did a, done a bit more organisation so that when you land on there, you you kind of should be able to navigate uh, quite quite easily around uh, what's going on. Uh, we had a year anniversary last week of the Tinnitus Awareness um, charity or organisation and uh Dave uh, Hewitt, who we did a video for about a year ago about his story and how he had to end his career through tinnitus. So that video uh, received a little bit of promotion, both from Dave and ourselves, so the numbers went up. So we've got a, over 2,000 views of that now, and good comments still keep coming in, so that's great. I did, uh, I did a reach out on social media to try and increase the subscribers to the channel, uh, because YouTube got this sort of strange thing where the default YouTube uh, URL for a channel is is just a kind of, you know, usual sort of random string of letters and stuff. And you have to have 100 subscribers to be able to customise that naming. And obviously I want to just call it Phil Swallow or Phil Swallow Photo or Media or TV or something. Um, but I haven't got the ability to do that yet. So I, I got a pretty good response and I'm ex eternally grateful for those that did subscribe on the back of my request. I think I'm up to 79 at the moment, so not many more to go. So you can guess what's coming now, can't you? Uh, if you haven't already, can I please ask that you visit my YouTube channel, link in the notes attached to this podcast, and you will be able to not only have a look at the latest video and any other videos, but you better hit the subscribe button, hopefully, please. Thank you. Uh, the the one thing to bear in mind is if you haven't got a Google, Google account set up, you have to do that first. But I, I know a lot of people do, so hopefully that won't be too difficult. And uh, yeah, really appreciate that if you if you're able to do that. Thank you. But yeah, have a have a look. Let us know what you think uh, of the video. Uh, any suggestions and comments would be uh, would be received in the way they were intended. I'm sure. So uh, thanks for that. Also in advance. Uh, 
One of the things I mentioned that I'd started off in January was uh, selling some old equipment on eBay. And that's uh, that continues to go very well. So I think I'm on just under £1,700 income. So this is from a shelf of things that were no longer being used and either no longer being used because I moved on in, with my work and the gear that I need to use nowadays, partly because I've made a decision to go full on down the mirrorless route, uh, mirrorless technology being uh, the way forward and it, it's not going to go back to the, the old way, but it's, it's going to take a time to fully establish out there. And within that, there were things like uh, formats of cards. So I, I think I had something like 16 or something, um, compact flashcards. So the media cards, you know, most many cameras now use SD and the new format XQD and CF Express. And I re- really wasn't sure how they would sell, um, but it, it would be clear then from what I've learned now uh, and the fact that I've sold all of them, that a lot of people still use older technology. And actually... The older bodies, so my Nikon D300S and my very old Nikon D40, actually went very quickly, and uh, I got some good feedback from from the guys that bought them on uh, on eBay. So, as it stands now, there's a there's a few sticking items. There's a a lens, a bag, uh, a handle for a light, and a little kind of um, controller for the Pocket Wizard system. And you know, there's two cheap items, one kind of cheapish, and the lens is is a bit more expensive. I've done some price adjustments on those. Uh, I hope they do sell, but you know, to avoid the aggravation of them potentially selling while I'm going to be away and and recovering from from my trip, I'm probably going to just withdraw them from uh, from eBay sale uh, at the end of this week if not if they've not sold by Friday because that would give me time to post them, etc. So yeah, looking to withdraw them and then when I get back and get settled, I'll um I'll probably put them on for maybe auction the the sort of the usual way. Uh, that these things are done and also I, I discovered there's a few other things that I'm probably going to get rid of uh, so there's the sound recorder audio recorder my Tascam because I've now got the zoom I'm going to get rid of a very good quality heavy duty Gitso monopod uh, I'm just teasing anyone who might be interested here uh, and also some filters I I invested a little bit in some filters uh, and I you know I'm probably not going to bother too much with that. And they're not Lee. I can't remember the make. They're one of the competitors to Lee. Pretty good system, but you know, I think they'll probably be hopefully bought up uh, because they're they're reasonably good. So, I mean, you know, if I'm not using it, and if it doesn't shoot, sorry, if it doesn't suit the style of photography that I'm now doing, I don't see any point in it just gathering dust in the in the cupboard. I'd rather get a bit of money for it, and uh, and then hopefully someone else can get some value. So, they're all the things that I can pick up uh, when I get back. Now, one of the other things I did this weekend, so I, I had an opportunity, uh, Sue had her uh, acting group over from uh, Arena for their AGM, and uh, I was kind of in the media room up here where I'm recording my uh, my podcast now, and uh, I did some business stuff there, and uh, I decided that I needed to sign up for a, a CRM provider, so customer relationship management pr- provider or client relationship management, and you know, you can do so much just with kind of emails and spreadsheets, but it's much better using a dedicated platform. And uh, I kind of ended up going with the one that I'd first looked at, which was HubSpot, which is for their free tier, and it is completely free. You actually, for my level of business and for what I do, is it, it kind of su- supports me quite well. So it's got some integrations with some bits of Facebook and LinkedIn and uh, others. Uh, so a Gmail, another one which is quite useful for mail tracking and that kind of thing. So 
I've input contacts and information into there so far, and it's quite clever in how it, how the engine manages that uh, in in that in their format. But really, when I get back from Vegas and understand a bit more about marketing and you know what I'm going to learn and take forward from there, that's when it will probably come into its own a bit more. So um, yeah, I'm very pleased with HubSpot actually so far. It's it's clean and tidy. Usual thing. They've got you know iPad and iPhone apps. So uh, I'd, I'd recommend having a look at that if you're looking for a CRM solution. Yeah, so so back to the weather briefly. So, you know, I this is all about now preparing for Vegas. Uh, I will later on get the, the case ready and start working on, you know, clothing stuff. Although, you know, it's a kind of jeans and T-shirt sort of uh, event. And there will be a, a party at the beginning for Peter Hurley's 50th birthday and there'll be a wrap party at the end, but I think it's going to be, you know, smart jeans, smart shoes, and and a shirt. I'm not going to go suited up or anything like that. Even though I did do a joke on the crew cast last night about bringing a tux. Hopefully, people didn't take that seriously. I think tux events work best when everyone's wearing the same. So I will make a start on that. But of course, today um, just got a weather warning through on uh, on my phone to say Storm Dennis is on its way. And now the original warning covered Saturday. It now covers from Saturday morning until Sunday night. I'm due to fly on Sunday afternoon, mid-afternoon. Uh, now, obviously, at this stage, there's absolutely nothing I can do about it. Uh, we've got a warning, but, you know, you, Virgin Atlantic aren't going to do anything about it either, I don't think, at this point in time. It's almost like you would just be prepared. And I think the general advice is that you, you go along, you get ready. Uh, if they decide they can't, for safety reasons... Uh, fly then obviously it's it's for them to do the right thing with us in terms of maybe hotels and food and all that good stuff so I would be disappointed I, I'll be quite honest I'll be more than disappointed because I you know my plan was to get there Sunday night uh, be a tourist on Monday taking in some of the sites and see the old town and all that kind of stuff and then uh, be around to sort of help out as as the main gang arrive on Tuesday and then Wednesday evening is the party so you know there is some leeway there should we really have some bad weather but you know I wanted it to be a little bit of a break as well and just for me to to do some bit of solo traveling however it will be what it will be uh, I will be prepared I will be watching the forecast probably notify the hotel in case of need because you know maybe this weather system doesn't really have an identity until it gets picked up over the Atlantic it's it's a kind of west to east system and I'm not even sure if it's going to affect others travelling in from other parts of Europe. So there's there's guys coming from France, Switzerland, Italy, Germany, I know. So, and possibly further afield, maybe Russia as well. Uh, so I'm, I'm really not sure. It might be that the type of weather system cycles off somewhere else under the jet stream or or just changes its nature and disperses. Who knows? I'm, I'm not a meteorologist. But uh, it, again, disappointed, but I can only do what I can only do and be prepared, have all my stuff ready, and uh, and be guided by the, the safety and the instructions that uh, Virgin Atlantic will give out. So in terms of gear to take, uh, I'm, I'm going to travel fairly light. Um, I'm going to take my Nikon Z6 or Z6 mirrorless body. I'm going to take the 85mm lens for actually doing the headshots. I'm going to take the 2470 f4 lens, which is the compact. It kind of compacts down for, for travel and it's very light and it produces some nice results as the one I used uh, for almost everything that I put on the video for Palmer and I've used it on other things as well if you look at my blog 
so that's the main gear that I'm going to take. Uh, take a trigger possibly because that might help out. I'm hoping that when I'm over there, there will be at least one flex kit, the same as I've got, so I can actually compare like by like. Because one of the things they're doing on that session is to encourage you where possible to bring your own gear. And obviously if some people are travelling by road to Vegas, it's going to be a little bit easier, albeit some long trips from the guys in, in the States. But you will be able to then get expert advice for your gear that you're going to then take away and set up in your own studio but you would have been guided towards maybe settings that you might need for lighting power, configuration, maybe how you set your, your white balance and other settings in your camera. So that's where there's going to be some hands-on value. I think the advantage of the Flex Kit is that it is what it is. Um, you know, I would, I would imagine that there's no difference between the daylight setting uh, that you get in the fixed daylight set kit and the, the daylight kind of setting that you can apply by using the right value in the range for the uh, the bicolor which I have because I can, can actually change the color temperature for those un- uninitiated so warm up or cool down uh, appropriately with the tones so but I like to keep it fairly neutral with these things and, and make it look like a very natural light uh, hitting the subject so so that's something that I'm really looking forward to um, I'll be doing some video when I'm over there so I, I kind of rarely travel without a little mic the Rode Video Micro which we really enjoy using when we've been on our vlogs so I'm going to take that I bought a little uh, device to go on a small um, mini tripod one of these little Manfrotto pixie I think they're called uh, and it basically houses the camera and it's got a little cold shoe to put the microphone in so I'll be using that because an opportunity or two may uh may reveal themselves while we're over there so it'd be good to actually do kind of some little interviews and stuff like that but basically if I've got the capability with me I can then decide when I get there and suss it out how I want to use it but um, you know it should be fun it would well I'm sure it will be fun it'd be guaranteed fun so it's uh, that's really the main focus now for the rest of the week I'm going to do headshot tomorrow I think I've got planning to do a headshot for Sue tomorrow she's uh, had her hair done a bit so uh, she wants to get a couple of different type of looks so we'll do that after that it'll be packing down the, the camera related gear into the new bag I bought a, a think tank urban approach 15 bag so that bag should take my laptop iPad camera two lenses and still have room for things like headphones and those kind of you know cables and bits and pieces that you need when you're actually in um, in the cabin of, of the plane so that's uh I'm not travelling too heavy, which would be which would be nice. Um, and other than that, it'll probably just be a layer or two because you know you don't quite know what the temperature is going to be like. I think it's going to be sort of 16 to 18 highs. Um, we're going to be indoors most of the time, of course, and then it'll probably go down to single digits at night. So it's quite pleasant uh, in Vegas. In fact, it's probably going to be very similar to what Sue and I experienced in Palmer, uh, but in the desert in the winter time. So. Um, I think that's it really for now. Uh, the weather continues to be nice and shiny and bright as I look outside in the garden. There's bits of debris where some of the... We've got a big oak tree at the end of the garden and there's a couple of branches hanging slightly precariously. So I might have to uh, take the chainsaw to those at some point. All safety will be applied. So, uh, yeah, I will end it there. This is uh, me signing off prior to trip to Vegas. And uh, I... I I've got no plans to do any podcast recording while I'm there. I just think it's going to be too busy and I wasn't going to you know, take any gear. But please keep an eye out on social media. So possibly some Instagram stories, Insta 
Instagram stories on video, possibly some Facebook lives, possibly some YouTube lives. Really don't know. We'll see what works. Might even try all three, see where we get some engagement. Obviously, there's an eight-hour time difference, so some of those live things, we need to think about the value there because it'd be good if you're in America, but perhaps not so good if you're in the middle of your slumber in the UK and Europe. Uh, but yeah, so I'll, I'll leave it there. That's uh, me closing off with episode 33, season two. And uh, look after yourselves. Stay tuned. And once again, please have a look at my YouTube. I'd love it if you could subscribe if you haven't already. And I can get those numbers up. Name a tube name a channel even on the tube and uh, go from there so all the very best to you and speak again soon <laughs>